Previously on Opportunity Roll, the group continued their way to a bakery. I don't know. Somebody else do it. I'm just fucking around at this point. The group met in Pulpa, coming from different areas, most of them working in Martha's Black Brick Bakery. Another pair stumbled upon the place, and they all discussed whether or not they should go find the crystal. After much talking and ado about nothing and pomegranate pies, they decided to go and form a guild in the morning. They found Martha had a donkey, and they talked her out of bringing it along because it's too old and would get hurt. And it was morbidly obese. And it was morbidly obese. (laughs) Then they started making their way to the bars where they could form a guild, and that is where they left off. everybody i'm Corey. i'm the dungeon master for opportunity roll i'm here with season two say hi everybody hello let's go ahead and spitfire this let's start with dust hello i am dust i will be playing finn Tallstrider, a human bard who is dreams big and wants nothing but to make people smile z-man ultra all right, I'm Chris. I am the musical director for Opportunity Rule Season 2, and I'll be playing uh, Zareth, the surf-swept street fighter with a chiseled face and an artistic soul. Hey, Alex. Hi, I'm Alex. I'll be playing Callisto, the tiefling druid. She's super cool. That's all <laughs> I have to say. Is A? Hi, I'm Azay. I will be playing Martha Blackbrick, the sweet dwarven cleric who owns a bakery and is the team mom. She loves you all. Jace? Hey, I'm Jace. I will be playing Soot, a uh, human fighter. Uh, uh, yeah, that's honestly all I got. And last but not least, uh, we have Rodeo. Hi, I'm Rodeo Maxwell, and this season I will be playing Castor Sedaris. He is a human grave cleric with a bunch of secrets behind him. Very sweet, very naive, but more deep than you would expect. And with that, I'm going to throw it back to the diggity diggity dungeon master. So, we did have a lot going on last game. And this game, we have somebody new coming in. Uh, wasn't with us last time. Still part of the member, just kind of scheduling issues. But I'd like to start us back up. Just outside of the bakery. We have the cart out there, the donkey. And for the most part, it seems like a bright, sunny day. The birds are chirping. The wind is blowing. It's got a nice breeze going on. It's not too hot, not too cold. About 70, 72 degrees. A little warm. The sky looks blue. But I will say, off in the distance to the north, there seems to be a rolling of clouds. Now, you don't know if that could be tomorrow, or you don't know if that could even be today. But it looks as though there might be some rough weather coming. Hmm. Feel free to move about the cabin. With that being said, Castor will go and uh, go for shopping for something. 
which I already okay. messaged you about. Yeah. Um, I definitely say you'd be able to find that. Uh, about three gold, uh, especially if it's sealed. Uh, canvas yep. is kind of difficult to come by. and Yeah, so it's a little pricey, but doable. Yep. Like like a sheet, basically, you know? Yeah. Uh, Zer would have uh, uh, probably woken up Soot after um, their camp out on the Black Brick Bakery's floor and um, asked if he wanted to go for a run. Uh, Soot would agree and I guess probably just be wearing like uh, breeches. All right. So I guess we'll take maybe our usual route because we've we've been roomies for a month. Um, and uh, so it's going to strike up conversation as they uh, jog through the 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 shady streets from the low hanging sun, and he's going to say, "So what do you think of our uh, new companions there, uh, Castor and Callisto?" Uh. Uh, truth be told, uh, I'm a little bit of a bad judge of character. Um, I mean, I seem to like them. They didn't do anything bad. They paid their tab, and that's more than I can say for a lot of folks around here. I can't disagree. Uh, I think they're pretty honest. I can't say the same for that uh, uh, odd wizard fellow, um, Jason. But... Uh, yeah, I, I have a good feeling about them. They like pomegranates, so they can't be evil. Fear what that says about me uh, not being the biggest fan of them. Uh, well, you're, you're good in other ways. Listen, I had an idea. And they'll turn a corner, and the uh, markets, I guess, will probably be setting up at this time, because just about the crack of dawn. Yeah, probably. Um... So they don't really get rolling until about noon, but you can probably find small peddlers until then. Okay, so I'll slow down and I'll start um, catching my breath and, you know, just cooling off and and rifling through uh, some of the rares that um, some of the wares that some of the merchants are uh, setting out and politely nodding as I pass by and I'll continue with soot. You know, I had an idea. Uh, before we set off, I think right now in Pulpa, gossip is exploding even more than usual with the, the falling of the crystal. I thought maybe we could go up to one of the richer districts, you know, win some money through some cards, uh, maybe uh, a performance or two, uh, maybe coax out some of the reservations that Callisto and Castor have been setting before us, and Get them to show their personality. Have a bit of fun before we set out on the road. See if we can dig up any rumors. I can definitely do that. Uh, my strength lies more in dice than cards, but I think the point remains. Um, I think we could see what we can do uh, as far as weeds go. Don't do we not already have a destination? We do, I guess. N North. It was weird the way Callisto and Castor kind of decided that was where we needed to go, but I guess everybody 
that saw the crystal is probably heading up that way. But you never know what you might hear from the nobles. You know, they have their ins and outs. I suppose that's true. Um, yeah, you know what? I, I suppose I can also talk to them. Um, are we... Sorry, a little bit of a thick skull here. We are gambling with the nobles or just talking to them? I was just expecting to have a good time. <laughs> that's that's fair. I just kind of need to know a uh, game plan so I don't um, go off book, as it were. I think the more money we can raise before we go out, the better. And if we get to see a little bit more of our companions' true faces before that, uh, all the more. Uh... Oh, wait, yes, that's, that's right. I need to set aside some money so that we can buy a mule for that trip up, and then I think we're good to hopefully gamble the rest away. Ah, yes. Poor Ollie. And uh, then they'll, I guess they'll turn another corner and head back to the bakery. Alright. Is there anything else anybody wants to do? It's still fairly early in the morning, isn't it? I'd say so, yeah. Well, given Martha's soon going to be leaving her lovely bakery, she's probably going to put up a sign like, uh, going out of business sale, you know, sell mm. the remaining of her stock in order to get some coin for the journey. Uh, Callisto would probably say, um, Miss Martha, do you need any help with anything like that? Hmm? Well, I'm certainly not going to be baking much today, um... I'm always happy to have some help around here, especially after feeling people are going to be crowding in once they see everything's really cheap. <laughs> <laughs> you know how they are. To be completely honest with you, I don't really. Think of it this way. Um, it's like birds seeing a bird feeder out. They just all swarm the moment fresh seed is bored. Oh, I understand. Okay. And Martha, would you need any help um, moving anything to your cart? Uh, I do have, oh yes, my altar. Uh, I have a few books. I can just carry those. It's mostly the altar upstairs. It's it's a big hunk of carved wood. I'm afraid I'm a bit too short, squat, and non-muscular to carry it myself, or else I would. Would you like to show me to it? Uh, see what I could do. Oh, Absolutely. Caster, by the way, looking at him, he is not uh, he is not very large of frame. He's kind of slight, so uh, uh -oh. let's let's see how large this altar is. Uh, same with Callisto. Well, she will lead you upstairs. There's like one stairway going up, one down to the basement. And also right there you see a lovely portrait of her and her husband. But as she leads you up. She does eventually stop by a massive carving of a bear's head, just from what it looks like, like a slice of a large tree trunk. All right. So, mm -hmm. Caster, looking at this, can you guess about how much it weighs, Corey? Oh, probably around 400 pounds. All right. So he'll, he'll go to, like, give it a, a lift and like he'll obviously be like oh no and you'll see him he'll he'll put a hand over his heart 
and he'll cast uh, Guidance on himself. Uh, let's see if I can give this uh, a big old heave-ho. And I'm if guessing... If you would like, I could get a blanket and we could just sort of scoot it downstairs. Uh, that might be easier. I don't want to damage it down the stairs, though. Hmm, that's fair. Uh, um, let's see if I can do this. And strength, I'm guessing, Corey? Oh, dear. Yes, please. Athletics. Because you get your bonuses stuff. Use your legs, not your back, dear. I pushed the button. I'm not sure if it... Uh, Roll 20 is just doing its thing. We'll give it a minute. Oh, That's okay. Two. I got a two. So I'm guessing even with the... Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big old mighty four. Hmm. So Caster doesn't even budge this, I'm guessing. Probably not. Well, this is... Maybe we should wait for Soot and... Um, Soot and Zare to come back. Yeah, that... That might be smarter. Callisto <laughs> just kind of comes up and says, Um, I'm not sure how much help I would be, but I can try? Let's wait for the others, dear. I think this is a a four-person job. <laughs> that that's that's probably a good idea. I I would help in a better way, but I don't think there is a space. a better way. <laughs> oh no, there's definitely a better way. I, it just takes some uh, more space than forgive me this very small room. Oh oh certainly. Um, so maybe about this time, uh, uh, Zer and Soot are coming back to the bakery. Sounds good. Um, Zer's going to start shouting at the side of the cart. Um, Martha, Martha. Hmm. Oh, Gosh. good. <laughs> oh dear. And uh, I, I, I just had, I had an idea. Don't put out your kilns right away. I was having a thought as I was talking to Soot uh, on our morning run, and we we thought it'd be uh, a nice change to have a night out. Maybe see if there are any other straggling adventurers that want to join, uh, pick up some rumors, and I thought maybe you could cater our own kind of private escapade. Cater? Yeah, invite some of the locals to our performances, our games, earn a little money. Um, I gather mean, I do have show. plenty of things I need to sell uh, if I just invited people. <laughs> yes. Sure, why not? Might as well. One last gung-ho before I leave. Uh. Um, Caster will look down uh, from the edge of the stairs to Zare. And he'll be like, uh, could you help me and Callisto out with moving something in Martha's? Please. Hi, sounds shiny. Yeah, I'll be right up and uh, take a look at the, uh, the the bear statue. Be like, ooh, it's just a tad more than I can deadlift. But I think with all three of us, we can... Uh, Get it downstairs safely without breaking uh, off a nose or an ear. Yeah, not to uh, step in here, but I think heavy lifting is generally my job around the shop. So <laughs> I, I, mean, I, can, I can do that if you need help. I was going to say, Castor will pat um, stood on the back and say, that's the spirit. Give him a guidance. 
So I know with uh, Zare's strength score, he can drag something um, 360 pounds. Yeah. So I'm assuming with two of them. They can... I'm guessing it'd be advantage. Oh, well, that's wimpy, but that is what I rolled. So that would be a 14 altogether. Not quite enough. Oh, I'm helping. Oh, okay. Uh, then go ahead and give me an athletics too, and we'll add that to his roll. Oh. I'm doing an accumulative thing. Oh, for uh, is this to get it like down the stairs safely? To get it all the way to the cart, just one big roll. Okay. Um, because combined, their strength scores could easily lift it, but I'm assuming it's a bit of a maneuverability challenge. Yes, um, it's a lot of weight getting down the stairs, around corners, into the cart without dropping it. Good, Ross on the stairway in friends. Um, athletics. Just pivot. <laughs> Just pivot. <laughs> and I'll throw in my help to there too, albeit it won't be much. If you're using guidance, you can. Oh, okay. If I'm using guidance, I can. Um, so with, with the two of your guys' rolls, you're going to be able to get it down. It's going to be a little dicey, maybe a little bit on that bottom stair. Maybe it squeaked a little too much, gave away a little too much. There was a moment, but you're good. You'll get it up into the cart. You'll get it to sit down and you'll feel kind of like the whole weight of the cart just shift a little bit once it's set in place. And you said 400 pounds? Yes. Okay. So that's most of the cargo of the cart, so let's pack a lot of uh, compactable dry goods. Um, when we make our trip up, it'll be about a uh, four-day travel to uh, to Fort Tosum. Uh, I assume that's our destination if we're headed north. That'll be the uh, next stop. Less than three. Yes, and um, you might want to pack or go buy a couple of tents especially ones that might be sealed for the weather because it looks like there's a storm coming in in the next couple of days or so. Yes, That's yes. a fair idea. Actually, this is uh, brings a good point uh, preparation-wise. I am absolutely terrible when it comes to being outside. I don't mind the cold. I don't mind the rain, but I'm not quite good at setting up camp or finding supplies or lighting a fire. Do we have someone that can do that? I can do that. I can do that as well. Oh, okay. No, you are there. You, I'm, I'm gonna buy <laughs> Jason a will just kind of blink. I swear you quiet this whole time. You could have helped us get this down the stairs, but you didn't. That's fine. It's I'm fine. Not very much of a strong person. It's mostly my brains. You got, you got some. I can tight muscles underneath you. Yeah, you're built like a wiry little thing. <laughs> he has eight strength. <laughs> this boy looks skin and bones. Um, but oh, um, wait, Zare, uh, did you tell Martha about our plan? Do we need to run that by her? Or are we just what's the? Actually, it would be a good time to tell everybody. I at least to get everybody on the same page. Not that it's unanimous, but uh, Soot and Martha and I were thinking that. Uh, we might have a go at one of the noble districts, gaming, performing, gathering a bit of info, maybe picking up some straggling adventurers who want to join our cause for the crystal. Uh, you know, the more the merrier, and the more info, the safer. 
and gossip's got to be exploding around uh, Pulpa these days with the soldiers falling north. I mean, I don't see why not. Caster? Sounds like a very smart idea. Um, as for information, uh, I think it would be wise to gather as much as we could. Um, but most people in town probably won't know any more about the crystal than we do. Um, but it would be good to earn some money and gather any stragglers, see the town. I've never been here. Well, there's definitely a lot to see. And though, well, the first two months I was here, I grew tired of the uh, extravagancies. I think uh, you ought to see what they have in store in Hightown. <laughs> oh, yes, they get quite... Goofy. <laughs> Don't they, Martha? <laughs> I've never been around decadence. It would be interesting to see it. Interesting is a word. Oh, yeah. Sometimes they take different animals and then sew them together, then cook them. I... I, I don't know why either. That sounds horrific. Usually it's a uh, little piglet and a chicken. I still don't know why. Yes. Well, rich people be crazy. Second to that opinion. Apparently. Well then, um, perhaps we should, you know, make sure we have everything set away, and then go off and do our gaming. I've never gambled before. Is it fun? <gasps> oh yes, yes, yes! It is very fun. You guys will start to feel a rumble in the ground. The building will start to shake a bit. Oh, dear. And as things start working, you can see all the glasses kind of clinking and falling. And then, for a moment, it'll be silent. But there will be a bright light outside. A caster, um, just off the cuff, seeing that bright light, is going to, without ritual, just cast uh, Detect Magic. Um, it's definitely magical. Uh, it's a mixture of a lot of different types of magic. It's in a raw form of some kind. So the way I see a caster's eyes begin to glow just a slight bit as he sees the thing. And without much word, he's going to walk out the front door to go see if he can get a better look at it. Oh. Uh, Soot is going to run into the back uh, and come out uh, with a shirt on a spear and a shield, and then run out to the front. Uh, dear, I don't think the lightning's going to hurt you. <laughs> or at least attack you. If this is lightning, it's quiet lightning. And I don't like that. There is a beacon of light for those who enter, or those who exit. You will see a beacon of light far to the north. It is bright, and it is shining directly up. Now, Caster, you had a vision. Mm -hmm. This seems to be located around where your presumption was. Mm -hmm. Figured. It is going to kind of darken the sky a bit. And clouds are going to start to roll in. But there is a sense of something shifting. The last time that a crystal was introduced to the world, there was an explosion of things. New life, new magic, new everything. 
there's going to feel in the atmosphere like a charge, an abundance of new magic. This is so fundamental to those who can actually understand the weak of what magic is. You can kind of start feeling things change a bit, but in a good way. I was going to say, with the detect magic up and all that change and stuff, I'm guessing, like, being outside, the the goose pimples on Caster's skin start standing up along with the hairs is kind of rising with all this new magic coming about. You guys can start to hear that thunder rolling through the clouds as the sky darkens a little bit more. And a trickle of rain will start. Uh, so we'll actually look a little kind of upset that it is actually a storm, like what Martha said. Just be like, it, uh, Martha was late. God, indeed. They will turn around and just kind of like jog back into the store to put their stuff up. I saw a storm in the distance. You're expecting this. Right before you guys came back. It shouldn't have rolled in this fast from everything I know from nature. But something... Huh. You all see that light, right? Um, good. Maybe this is a time that I should have a talk with uh, the three of you. Yeah. Um, we should all have a seat inside. Alright. Um, how's it cotton? And I had one of those dreams, and I saw basically that area where that light is coming from. Uh, lines up just about right. It's in the north, north, north of the Grangle Jungle. A very dangerous place, according to Callisto. And um, uh, we shouldn't be going there yet, according to her. But I wanted to let you know that um, it was a somewhat of a fainting spell, but for the most part it was, I don't want to say a vision, because that doesn't sound right, but a dream with pull. Oh, all right. Uh, well, that that's cool. So you're one of those oracular types. That That's fascinating. Thank goodness. I thought you were going in a completely different direction when you started talking about pubescent dreams. Um, did it tell you anything else? The feeling I got was, was different than when I normally have my dreams. The fee I, I don't, I'm not told. I'm shown and I get overwhelming feelings. And normally my overwhelming feeling is one thing telling me how to feel making me feel a certain way. This time it was two things. I'm not sure if they were tugging at each other or working with each other. But it wanted me to see that. It wanted, me, it wanted me to see where this crystal that fell out of the sky was. Well, I don't know if it's the same here as it is back home, but often when a man falls, we don't say that he He's fallen, he's died in battle. We say that he's pulled. I'm assuming that's you mean something different. But if Callisto thinks that we should 
if it's not the right time, then maybe we should just continue with our plan and uh, avoid the rush of people going into the jungle that are uh, likely issuing from Fortosum about now. Well, if... Clear. Oh, go on, sorry. To be clear, it's not... I, I am aware that this area that we're talking about, where the crystal supposedly is, is dangerous. I don't imagine that it's quite as dangerous for you all as it is for me. Why would that be, dear? I don't necessarily feel comfortable saying too much, but uh, let's uh, just say that if I go home, I am in somewhat grave danger. Uh, deep trouble with the in-laws, dear? Or maybe not even in-laws, family? Sure. Hey, uh, <laughs> I know that feeling, dear. It's all right. Yeah, certainly we'll put a tentative hand on your shoulder. Hey, uh, actually, I'm just going to go myself. Uh, uh, I have a thought of what we can do. Um, we can head up to Fortosum, go to Tansum, and then either go to Blarg and see if we can get a ship to the north of the Grangle Jungle, or we can go all the way, all the way to... I actually... I apologize, Corey. I cannot read that map. I am just blind. <laughs> what, are you, what are you pinging? Coda. There we go. Wow. Uh, we Wait, can what? go... All the way up to Farkoda and then sail around to the north of the Grangle Jungle and uh, basically accumulate uh, a claim and a steam. I think those are the words. Yes. And then uh, use our fabulous wealth that we've collected to our advantage and find the crystal. Sounds hey. like a good enough idea for me. To me. I would agree on that. Um, I I think we should, like we were planning, we should form a guild and see what kind of money we can make going in that direction, generally. See if there are any, you know, quests, missions, requests that would have us go out north and west. Okay. Good thought. Well, the first thing we need to do then is to make ourselves a guilt and find one of those jobs. Yes, we can usually do that at the inns, I believe, is what I heard, or the taverns. Do we need to... Okay, so let's sign the guild charter, then we'll come back and I'll get uh, doled up. So let's do this. As for a party, though, do you think... The rich will want to be out gallivanting when it's raining. I mean, if I say 50% off the cake, they're going to be there for the cake. <laughs> Can somebody roll me a 1d100, please? Got it. Rolling the dice. 65. Thank you. I don't like that number. It's too close to the funny number, but not close I, enough. I just don't like sixes or fives. Oh, I'm I'm done. I'm using that later. You guys go ahead. Well, to, um, I guess to the tavern or in we go. Absolutely. Lead the way. Um, I was hoping one of you would. I don't know the tavern. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do it. 
Um, and Soot will boldly walk out the door towards the uh, nearest tavern. Martha will tag along. Esther will follow, and as he walks outside, you know, he'll, he'll put his hood down so he can feel the rain wash over him, and he'll, you know, kind of run his fingers through his hair. Just, he'll look like he's enjoying himself. I'd say the rain has very highly picked up. He'll still be enjoying himself. You know, my husband once said that he was taught as a kid that the rain was the gods pissing. That was very stupid. <laughs> Quite a funny memory, though. <laughs> and thunders were their farts. I was always told that it was the tears of the gods. That's less funny than pee, though. It was always told it was the nurturing of the gods to help circle the life of the crops and the forest. Praise Tetra? Yes. This is good. We could uh, we could use these stories to 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 put on some kind of act. I'm <laughs> sure that everybody is crowding into the ends with this terrible rain, by which I mean wonderful rain. And you know what they say, a plume in vacuity leaves minds and pockets empty, or in the case of our pockets, a little fuller. I have some things that I could help uh, with storytelling that I used back in Tansom when I was giving sermons. Sermons? As you guys continue on down towards the end, you will find that there are several carts making their way out of town. Some people who may have even lived here for years. Are leaving town? Yes, they are leaving town. Hmm. Uh, everyone, go ahead to the end there. You know the way. Um, I'm going to talk to them, see if I can find out any information. And Soot will, like, jog in front and unless actively stopped, kind of like if they are moving, like we'll jump up and kind of like hop onto the carriage and be like, hey, can I talk to you? Kind of thing. Well, the first person's going to push you off because they think you're a thief. That's fair. Um, but the gentleman will eventually look to you. Uh, dwarven fellow, uh, black hair, green eyes, a uh, little stout, fully dressed in full plate, and a great sword to his side. Uh, so it will like while holding on to the carriage or if on the ground will kind of like half bow uh, I don't know a better way to put this but uh, what's the rush the crystal what you think first person to find it gets a hundred five five thousand gold maybe more not only that land and other shit so everyone's rushing including the Nobles? That seems to be something that everyone would relegate. Is well, that not... Do you not know much about what they said from the first crystal? I thought no one touched the first crystal. I thought that was kind of the... When I was a wee lad, about 500 years ago, they used to tell stories that the first person to find the crystal was granted eternal youth. So even if you're rich, how would you like living forever? Uh, I suppose that's fair. So, 
Okay, that answers that question. I'll reach into my pocket, flip it gold, and uh, walk away. I guess he'll take it. He's gonna bite it, check it, but yeah. I mean, it's, it's real. <laughs> yeah. There's other cards as well. You you know, if you wish to try to talk to someone else. Um, uh, I, I I'm gonna take that for a good enough answer, um, and I'm gonna assume everyone else is at the inn and just walk bold as you please into the. Okay. The inn, besides about three other people, is empty. Uh, Zan, why don't you go ahead and give us a description of your character? Zan would probably be somewhere near the bar, uh, strumming his lyre with a very peaceful smile, just trying to play a little bit of music just for the few people there. He, he is a, uh, he looks to be about 20, uh, dirty blonde, short hair with a simple dark blue tunic on uh, over a white plain shirt with a rapier at his side and and that is pretty much him he's just he has dancing lights up as they're like bouncing with the tunes as he's just eyes closed strumming his his lyre with a very like i said a very peaceful smile so it looks like they already have some entertainment here but why is it empty uh, uh, evidently everyone uh, is trying to go for the crystal uh, poor, wealthy young, old uh, just getting whatever fame, wealth or power they can so uh, the competition just got a lot fiercer I would have thought that the people of Popa already had a lot of wealth and power <laughs> no <laughs> Oh no! I okay. No, no, no. I mean, perhaps the, perhaps the nobles, but that's the thing. Is that those that get power can't get enough of it. So why stop it? Petty leadership. Um, but uh, I guess with everyone out on the road, we should hurry up because uh, we are already losing any lead that we may have. However, this should very good news for us because everyone else is going straight for the crystal there should be more jobs available for us to choose from because nobody will be picking the jobs if they're just going straight for the crystal hmm. makes sense to me that's true so let's sign this guild charter get a drink and then get to move on either tonight or tomorrow the so, caster will head up to the bar and talk to the bartender uh, behind the bar is a female elf. Uh, let me go ahead and get a quick picture for you. That way you guys know what you're looking at, and then I can give a quick description. Info. Ah. Here we go. Uh, she has very darkish red hair. Uh, yellow eyes with what seems to be these thin markings of some kind of... Uh, tribal marks near underneath her eyes um her clothing is uh, relatively normal uh blue tunic a little bit of uh, shoulder padding to the side maybe just something to help for the discomfort of moving boxes or heavy lifting towards trays she doesn't seem to be any kind of adventurer nor does she look like she's spent a lot of time on the road but uh with her long pointed ears and fair skin you can assume she might be some kind of a high elf um, 
Excuse me, ma'am. Hello. Uh, yes, I was told that uh, this is the area you come to form a guild for adventuring. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, are you looking to start a guild? Uh, yes, I, th- I think we were. Ah, um, well, uh, I can definitely do that. There might be a few things that might have changed since the last time anybody's checked. I, I-, I will inform you that. Ah, the current sign-in signature for a guild is 50 gold. I cast us in a look, he's an account. Um, well, he's going to turn to everyone else. I can cover a fifth. Uh, I can cover about 20 gold, dear. I mean, I can also cover, but actually... To be completely honest, Zara, you said you wanted to see if there are any other straggling heroes that wanted to join us. Maybe one with large coffers, hopefully, maybe. Um, um, excuse me. Oh, yes. I couldn't help overhearing that uh, you were looking to start a guild, and it so happens that uh, I'm looking at looking for a little bit of venture and, and join a guild myself. And I can help pay. I, I can put in about 10, 15 gold to help Perfect. Pay. That actually saves me the vocal stress of yelling to the bar. So that's perfect. Um, I can also use some refreshing tunes along the way. It's, it's it's very nice. I'm liking what you're playing. Well, thank you. Uh, let me uh, introduce myself and he will like silent. No, he won't use that. He'll, the dancing lights will spin around his head and he will be, my name is Finn Tallstrider. Bard extraordinaire at your service. Uh, Caster will smile at that and um, then look down to himself. Uh, I guess since we're doing theatrics, Caster will move his hand up, cast thaumaturgy, and change his eyes to match the color of the dancing lights. And my name is Caster Sedaris. Uh, uh, Noble and devoted follower of Demeter. Uh, soot. Soot will just extend a hand. He will shake it with one hand, and the other hand, he has like pulled out a, a notebook and start. And after he's done shaking, he will start writing these names down. Oh, you can call me Zer. Nice to meet another musician that doesn't have their head completely up their arse. <laughs> Uh, Callisto also comes up and kind of just like awkwardly curtsies, like she doesn't know how to do it, um, and says, uh, "Hi, my name is Callisto." Esther will flash her a thumbs up after that because they were working on that during the travels. Very nice. Thank you. Um, and, and Soot will like elbow uh, Martha. We have a new friend. Uh, Hello, dear. My name's Martha. Pleased to meet you. The pleasure is all mine. All right. So the way I see it, if Caster, you said it costs 50 gold a pop, uh, and there's seven of us here. Jason, hold on. I'll I'll actually turn turn to Jason. Jason, did you want to get in on this? You don't want. Being a guild? Isn't that why you're following us? Yes. Okay, do you have any gold? Uh, well, yes and no. I mean, 
Yes. I can give about five, but I think I was told to keep five for myself for food. Very sure, that's, that's fine. Okay, so that's five, so that's 45 divided by six. Okay, so if we roughly give in, like, nine gold, no, that's 54. So if we do eight, that's fine. That'll be enough, and then we can put three in the pot for the guild gold. So everyone eight gold. And so All we'll right. hold out a hand. Let's do hand is over. Out of character, and uh, did we decide on a name, guys? You don't even know that you like fully like you don't know what's required yet. Oh, you're right. I was going to say, but I was just trying to figure that out so I didn't get caught off guard and have to do it later. <laughs> I mean, I dropped a couple in there, but I mean, it's okay right. to talk about. But what I will say is, like, I mean, you're still going to need to talk a little bit about it. Yeah, we can we can do that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Character here. Yeah. In a second. Uh, oh, and I guess Soot would fish out eight gold of their own, so that way there's the, the pot, I guess, to start. Then we'll, we'll toss eight into uh, to you. Caster will put in his eight. Okay, yeah. I'll figure it out later. And uh, Jason can only give five. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what we were working that's on. Fine. That's fine. Yeah, and then there will be cool. eight from six other people. will be 48. And then that'll leave us with three extra gold to kind of start like a guild fund. Okay. That way no one has to pay anything extra. All right. Uh, so I will just, uh, I, I think everyone gave money. If not. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yep. I, all right. So uh, actually Caster was the one that was talking to her. So I know this is weird, but Soot will hand Caster the 53 gold. Uh, here's... 53, um, you're the one that started this, so that's you. All right. And Caster will turn and put 50 gold on the bar and put three inside uh, the pocket. And I'll put that right now under my character sheet under platinum pieces, but that'll just be our guild fund. Right. Um, is this is uh, 50 gold in, in order? Okay, um, let me go get the paperwork. Um, she's going to pull out a really large book. Um, ornate writing, sigils, kind of advanced stuff. Uh, she'll kind of flip it open till there is a free paper. And it's, it's kind of a listed thing where there's, there's multiple areas for people to sign. There will be um, about 70 areas for signatures, a guild name a leader uh, area, and a face, basically. And the face, in quotations, is those who will kind of um, address courts and other things like that. So you'll need a name. You'll need a person who deals with the royalty and other things like that, which could be the same thing as the leader, but some guilds do differently. Uh, you'll need, basically, a leader of the guild, and you'll need practically every signature of anyone joining the guild. Caster will turn and relay this information to his group. Uh, I have, to keep it vague, I have experience with courts, so I could be uh, the one to deal with them. I do not, honestly, do not wish to be the leader. So um, anyone else can grab that spot, but if need be, I can be the one to deal with courts. I, I too, have dealt with um, nobility that have come to 
uh, Tansom, and um, they seem to like my sermons. Uh, but if you would prefer to be the face, I'm very happy with that. I am certainly want to be a little bit more crass with nobility. However, I do find myself growing attached to all of you. Gives a side eye to Jason. <laughs> um, but uh, Jason's just feeding his bird. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> just like innocently, like he's over in the background, like, oh, you're a little guy. What's up, little dude? <laughs> like, um, he's just paying no mind. I mean, I could Martha. be our chaperone. <laughs> Martha, if you wanted to be a chaperone, um, we could leave it up to you to decide which one of your <laughs> adopted children um, you'd like to head our party if you don't want to play the matron. I mean, <laughs> it's funny you should say that. I'm, I'm, I'm quite used to being a matron, but uh, if anyone else wants to be the leader, I'm certainly not going to argue. For me personally, I would certainly prefer not be, oops, not to be the leader or the face or anything like that. I'm certainly no leader. I I I am no leader myself, and I have not dealt with nobles much, so I wouldn't be too good as the face. Well, uh, I've I've been told I can command a crowd quite well. Really? Yes. Um. Something I was taught in Tansom. Lovely. Well, would would you like to be the leader, dear? Um, if no one else would like to, I, I can I can definitely be the leader. I have a proposition. Hmm? Since Castor seems to be the most comfortable around large crowds and has experience with preaching, we'll have him perhaps be the face and then as two people I know work rather well together, perhaps Soot and I could be co-leaders. Astro will turn and look at the uh, the elf bartender. Can we do co-leaders? I don't see why not. You paid. Uh, if if all of you would be fine with me as the leader symbolic or not, then I will take it, but I understand if you don't want that. But you were talking earlier about how you wanted fame and accolades and um, the like. Uh, what better way than being the leader of a very <laughs> important guild? I suppose that is true. Um, uh, yes, and what, oh, what better way to not be afraid of something than to charge right into it. That's yes. the spirit. Okay. Uh, Zair, uh, you you first. Um, Alright. And uh, um, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name in your conversation with my compatriot. Uh, how do I call you? Um, and he addresses the elf. Um, Tarana? Uh, Tarana, then. Uh, 
Would you be so kind as to fetch us a, uh, a fancy pen? <laughs> the fanciest pen you're finding carries. She'll pull out a very normal blue quill. <laughs> That's about as fancy as we have. By the way, dear, how have you been? I'm okay. Good. I'm mostly working to get out of here soon. Well, I wish you luck. Thank you. How's uh, Matthew? Still missing. Oh. Who's the, the other people? I mean, I know a few of them worked with you, but then there's the one with the horns and then the red-haired person. Oh, you knew me, always making new friends. I figured I might as well pack up for a bit, go on a little vacay while the husband's away. <laughs> She's going to point to Jason. Is, is that like your cousin or something? Uh, not that I know of. Possibly. Hmm. Uh, let me go ahead and uh, you guys go ahead and fill this out. I'm going to go grab ale from the back room and make sure I'm stocked up. And if anybody shows up, I... She's going to kind of look out the window a bit. I doubt it, though. Without making too much commotion or um, motion towards um, the beginning of the signing, um, Zara is going to um, sidle up to Martha. Now, he's going to make sure that everybody else can hear as well, but he's speaking to Martha specifically, and he's going to say, I, I'm worried about Jason. He said something about being left with money and to keep it from himself. And I don't believe he was telling the truth about his age earlier. Is Are, are we are we taking along an orphan? He was I, I don't blind. understand. Well, he doesn't I seem to be a minor. For a child. Hmm. Or, the best or way to find something out is to ask. And it is a little bit rude to talk about someone, especially if they're in the same room. If you'd like, I can ask. I don't. In this moment, Caster will just pick up, uh, pick a pen from his his pack and or a quill from his pack and just sign a big old. Oh, caster yeah, that, that actually. And then put it under the face too. Zare, did you already sign? Like, sorry. Uh, yeah, he he was like discreetly signing as he was like sidling okay. up to Martha. Mm -hmm. um, so he left room on the top line. Martha also signed. Castro uh, passes his quill off to Callisto. Uh, she'll take it and kind of awkwardly look at you and just scribble her name on it. He'll, he'll just nod and then take the quill back and put it in his pack. Because that was his personal one that he brought out. I should make myself one of those. Uh, Finn will take the, uh, a pen and write his name in big letters and try basically take up a lot of space. And fancy scribble. Okay. Uh, once everyone else has signed, Soot will sign and then kind of close the book and push it back. Don't we still need to come up with a name? Oh, that is true. Yes, Actually, that's true. <laughs> Jace forgot that one. Uh, well, we did all meet over pomegranate pie. Mm -hmm. Except Maybe. for our new friend. Pomegranate 
looks lovely right now. I haven't had pomegranate since I left home. Actually, yesterday was the first time I ever had it. It was wonderful. Ooh, what about, like, the pom-pom posse? Pom-pom squad. Or maybe just pom posse. I don't know. I'm... Hmm. Too much alliteration. Aw. Uh... You know, you know, basically in a in celestial, which I'm going to go with is Latin, Latin esque. Um, he's going to say the one that uh, Zare recommended in the in our earlier chats. There's so many of those. Uh, Granatum fratris. Granatum fratris. Um, and and several. Granite flatulence? What? Uh, <laughs> I didn't know you knew sun speech. Um, I, I, I guess it makes sense if you're from Sandshade, but I, I also don't know many people from Sandshade. Interesting. Um, it's uh, translates to Brotherhood of the Pomegranate. That works. It's got a nice ring to it. I like it. Well, uh, yeah, I'll, I, I can see that. We can do that. We can also throw off people by calling us either the, the sun-speak name or the, the regular name. Why would we need to throw people off of our... Yeah, you know what? I never know what could happen, or it could just be funny. All right. I think you make a good point. If we become famous, which I think we will... <laughs> uh. Just kidding. But um, if we did happen to become famous or infamous, it's a good duality to have. So Therefore, we can legally represent ourselves without getting us into much trouble. I'm sorry, Caster. So we're all in agreement then? Uh, I see so. Sure. Jason, mm -hmm. Caster will pipe up a bit loud because he's distracted in the back. Yeah, he's currently playing on the table with the with the bird. They're like See, moving sticks and stuff. So, so yeah, he piped up so that he could hear him. Sorry, what? Um, the name of our guild, uh, Granatum Fratris, Brotherhood of the Pomegranate. Are you okay with that? Sure, I guess. All right, Caster will take his quill out and he'll write it in 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 celestial script on there. Also, outside of game, fuck you guys, because you know I'm never going to be able to pronounce that. Just call us oh, the Brotherhood of the Pomegranate. Yeah, that's why I was like, we're going to use Palm Bros. Palm Bros. Palm Bros. You could, you could Palm Pals. I was never going to be able to pronounce it either. That's why I was like, we could call ourselves either or. So I or the Brotherhood. It. Yeah, the Brotherhood. Martha's calling us all Palm Pals. I hope you know that, because she will not remember that. Sarah actually kind of likes Palm Pals, too. But officially, I I like I like the name that Castro voted for. Or yeah, we gotta be So now that we're done, uh, I guess Castro will wait for the Elven bartender to come back in, and uh, when she does, he'll he'll look to her. Um, are there any uh, job listings that we might take? Hmm. She's gonna be kind of wiping her mouth, like maybe she had a little bite to eat real quick, get get, get some crumbs off. Not currently. Um, you see, that's the downside. For the larger guilds, we have maybe a handful. But for beginners, beginners, um, like you guys, which, once completed, you guys would be considered newbie guild. 
Um, well, there's not much. I don't need much. She'll kind of pull out uh, the only job thing that's that's really there. Um, And it will explain, uh, basically, uh, that for the newbie guilds, the only thing that you guys have is a missing black cat for a small girl who is willing to pay a single gold, which is her life savings, in order to find. And uh, it's located, this is in this town? Yes. Potentially. I mean, unless the cat, like, left town. Or died. Um, missing, missing cat. Uh, I think we can do that, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I'm going to say that I don't want to take a little girl's life savings. Oh yes, we can all. I, I think a, I think a gold will. Uh, yeah, that that's nothing to forsake, I suppose. So we, I guess, we'll take it. Okay. Um, she'll stamp it, put it in the book. She'll close the book. It'll shine a light through. Uh, she'll kind of pull it back out again, and there'll be two copies: one for her and one for you guys. Esther will have a big smile. Look, everyone, our first gig. We have to find the little okay. kitten. So now yes. just 22 more, and you guys can move up to the next level. 20. That's a very specific number. 23 quests? Maybe we well, can do something Well, originally it was five, but unfortunately with the amount of influx of new coming guilds, prices have changed. Uh-huh. And so have the requirements. So we're seeing a huge around. influx. He's going to look around the empty tavern and um, lick his lips and just kind of smack him and be like, right. So shall we just... uh... Actually, if it's raining, that means the cat will seek shelter, probably. So I think that'll narrow down where we can find it. Shelter, warmth, food. Honestly... The tavern's a great place to start. Uh, do you have a rat po- problem by any chance? No, we keep this place pretty clean. Okay, that's one lead down. Anyone I else think, got any ideas? I, th- I think we could go to the little girl's house and ask her where the last place she saw it was. Mm-hmm. Also, the location for where you can find her should be written on the page. Hmm? Would the paper also have where she last found it was? No. Um, that's where, so here's how this works. Yeah. Um, you do have to do a little bit of work. Um, what you'll have to do is you'll get the paper. The paper will explain a short summary and then on the back, it'll give you your payment and where you can find the person who is hiring someone so that you guys can go directly to them and gather more information personally. I'm only limited and I can't remember all of them. So it's kind of a way that the guild system works. Gotcha. Well, uh, every great adventure starts with the first quest. Ooh, that's a great song. He pulls out his book and starts writing down lyrics. <laughs> okay, so, yep. Uh, let's go then. Onward. And, uh, Wait! And so we'll actually, like, jog out the door uh, in the direction of the bakery. Okay. Um, Castor will look to Zare and Martha. Um, 
and he will hold the paper out and then point at where the location is. Um, how do we get here? Oh, that's no problem at all. Um, oh. I don't know if that's where Soot was heading. He tends to run off like that a lot. Um, he saw where the it opposite was. direction. Okay. I wonder what he could be getting. Um, he seems quite energetic. Yep. Zer <laughs> <laughs> will just start laughing. Um, yes, we'll laugh uh, along with him. He, or um, rather, sorry, um, Soot, they will, they have a mind of their own. And that's very much a good thing. Uh, very academic, very energetic, and um, mysteriously rough around edges in a charming way. And I guess we'll just have a talk until Sit comes back. Let's just have Sit come back so we can okay. progress so, towards um, we'll... Actually... Oh, okay. I had Go on. A thing I wanted to do real quick. Um, can I pull the barkeeper aside real quick? Sure. Um, I. So kind of come over closer to the end of the bar. I just had a random question, and don't take this as anything too serious. But you happen, you wouldn't. I'm sorry, you wouldn't have happened to see anyone wearing a red cloak, other than my friend Castor, of course. Red cloak? Uh, hard to say. With today's influx, I've seen a lot of people, though the place is kind of not so busy now. It mostly rushed the moment that, well, everybody woke up. So, I've seen maybe eight. Oh, okay. That, I, I would say it's rather distinctive, but I guess it's not. Um, and follow-up question, you haven't seen anyone, well, to put it bluntly, like me, around? Seen plenty of tieflings, but I don't know what you mean. Uh, specifically purple and naturey. Uh, naturey, no. I've seen two purple tieflings today. It's not a really uncommon shade. I, to be honest with you, I didn't know. But okay, thank you for your help. Well, I mean, you have your red. There's some greens in there. A couple of purples. Yellows. I've seen a yellow one. A yellow tiefling? Yeah. Interesting. Well, thank you for your time. You too. And I'll walk away. She'll continue cleaning glasses. Okay. Uh, Does to seem off when she comes back? Yeah, she she seems a little bit disheartened. Esther will notice and like Give her a look and just a quick, you know, an infernal. You okay? Uh, she replies, "An infernal. It's fine. It's nothing." Castor, Castor will go with it. He trusts her. Is everything okay? Uh, yeah, everything's fine. So don't worry too much about it. All right. Oh, sorry, I I missed something. But if you say everything's fine. So, it looks like, and Zara will retrieve the, uh, the guild charter, we have an apostate, a prophet, 
a lyricist, an armsman, a street fighter, a baker, and an orphan. It's quite an interesting roster. I think we're going to have a great time. Seems like the start to a great story, or an even greater song. All right, now that uh, Soot, uh, you're back, um, where did you run off to? Okay, uh, Soot will come back in drenching wet. Bleh, drenching wet, there we go. And uh, will be wearing uh, their full set of armor. Um, so uh, they are now wearing their chainmail. They have their spear and their shield. Ah, sorry, had to go and get properly equipped for heroics. Um, that's where I went. So let's uh, go forth, and they will like motion heroically forward with their spear, and then kind of like look around to make sure everyone is like good to go, and then jog out the door. Esther is going to kind of lean towards Martha. Martha, do you perhaps bake with milk all the time, dear? Why? Cats like milk. Yes, they also like fish, mice, uh, anything you really leave out. I was just trying to brainstorm things we could lure it out with. If we're going to do something like that, dear, it should be something very stinky. So I would say fish. I was going to say they do also like birds, and she's going to give a very pointed look towards Jason. Jason will pull out a bag of catnip. Oh, that works too. We you cover just, a fish in catnip. You just carry Dinner a bag of catnip. Yes, I'm an alchemist, so I carry a few things here and there. It's probably a spell component of some sort. Yeah, anyway, I do minor stuff. I was taught. Um, I can change the substance into certain things, and uh, it takes me time, but catnip is actually rather useful in a cheap way of being able to find things in the wilderness while also having ingredients. And I'm not an orphan. I'm an urchin. Difference. We should, though, follow um, Soot. He seems to be jogging. And so Castro will exit the tavern following Soot. Jason was talking as he was walking. Walking and uh, talking. I also did forget to mention uh, Soot is no longer wearing the gloves they were wearing, and their arms are, like, gray up to the elbow. But they are now jogging probably about a half a block away, uh, headed towards uh, the little girl's house. Finn will be, his nose will be in his book writing lyrics, so he will not be paying attention and probably walk into a few chairs as he walks out. All right. Heading outside and heading towards the main gate to about two to three buildings down. This house will have a green roof, a small veranda out front, and a large, lovely kind of front porch. Uh, however, there is no light, and the door seems locked. There's, uh, so I would say, Martha, you would recognize this as the captain of the guard's home. Captain Morgan. Ah, Morgan's Augers. home. Is uh is Dust's compass going off towards his house? No. This is a dry home. Well, I was saying Captain Morgan, Rom. Yeah. 
um, well, Castro, I guess, will knock on the door. Uh, there will be no answer after about two or three minutes. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, okay, so if... I would say as you guys are meandering and walking, sorry, you guys still always in the background have those carts kind of making their way out of town through the main gates. Um, just, just a heads up. Sorry, Jace, go ahead. Okay, so I'm not sure how this will work, because if no one's home, then my assumption is that they've left. And then if they've left, even if we find this cat, how are we supposed to turn it in? Would they take their daughter with them, though? That doesn't seem... Are they going to leave a little girl alone? Are they going to take a little girl in a wagon on adventure? Actually, uh, this is probably going to be the dumbest thing I've ever done, but... uh... Oh no! And then so we'll just haul back and try to kick the door open. Oh dear. Uh, can I try to oppose him and stop him? Yes. Uh, you definitely may. Honey, bad. Do not. Naughty. Naughty. Gently baps. <laughs> are you going to make me oppose your role, or are you going to just let me like, are you, reach well, out and so stop would, you? Well, like, haul back, and if you, if everyone like, no, 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 then yes, yeah, I apologize. There we go. Okay, sorry that roll took so long to happen. <laughs> God, I cannot roll well anyway. Don't worry, I don't think that would have broken a door. Because that <laughs> took so long to happen. I guess there's <laughs> ample opportunity yeah, that, that to try to you. <laughs> yeah. Winding up your kick. <laughs> yeah, that's what you gotta do. That's how you kick Zero down the door. Zero with Caster. <laughs> and, uh... uh it was... Suit, uh, this is, if I remember right, this is Captain Morgan, like Captain of the Guards, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I just figured if they weren't home, like if they've left town, then there would be evidence inside in that there would be nothing there. And if, and if they inside, were inside, they just didn't open the door. Then why wouldn't they, if they've put out a job, then why wouldn't someone answer the door when we not? This is a small enough town, it's not like terribly dangerous. You said it's dark inside? It's not terribly dangerous, he says, as he was about to kick down the door. You said it's dark inside, right? Yes. No light. Is there there a window? Yeah. Can I uh, peek in, see what I see? Sure. I have have dark vision, but if if you need me to do more, I will cast light on like... I'll cast light on the end of... uh, I don't know, my finger? And just, like, point it through the window? I mean, yeah. Uh, what exactly are you looking for? Just see if anybody's, like, inside, or if everything looks packed up, or... Well, uh, there's definitely furniture. Nothing looks packed up. Just that no one looks home. Hmm. No signs of a struggle? No, not really. DM, would Martha know if they had, like, a schedule or somewhere the little girl would go? Because, oh, Martha probably knows the kids around here very well. Because If it's a busy day, um, the child would be kind of watched by the mother and the father. Uh, The mother would stay in the father's office while she continued schooling. Uh, With a large wind and with everybody going out, the chances are 
Maybe she's at the guard station, the main gate. Why don't we try the guard station, dear? They might be there, um, especially since it's so busy with everyone leaving town. I'm sure he's quite busy as well. You know, making sure no one is breaking into houses. Um, this is, since it's dark and rainy, Caster will keep his uh, finger with the light on it and uh, ask for anybody to lead the way. Uh, so, well, I guess once again, jog off in the direction of uh, the guard post. Um, before we go, Zer will take a quick look at the front of the house. What kind of uh, state of affairs is this house in? Is this a well-kept house? And particularly the, the windows. What, what kind of quality of glass does this win uh, house have? I mean, the, the wood seems well-kept, as though it was treated some way. I mean, the glass doesn't look spectacular. Um, it's you know, some pane of glass that, uh, I don't know, maybe it wasn't, it, it's hard to explain. Uh, it, it's not perfect. There's a bit of warping. It's a, it's a flat pane, but because it was made by hand, because they were using old instruments in the time that it was made, there might be you know, a little bit of warping. It's not clear. It's not completely see-through. Like when you look at it, something, it might give you like one of those weird, um, kind of like carnival mirrors kind of look. If, like, you see your reflection back through. So you see it's not a perfect mate. All right. Well, I doubt we can expect much more than a gold from the parents, but lead on. I mean, it still is a little weird that their captain of the guard's house is... Nobody's there, so... That's good lead to something bigger. Like fighting giant rats that have taken people into the sewers of the city... Oh, don't remind me. You have an awful imagination on you. It, it helps me write. Best will nod. So. Heading out from the building. And down to the main gates. You'll see several guardsmen. All wearing the same pulpy uniform. Mostly chainmail. Wrapped in a blue tunic. With a singular metal helmet piece. It will mostly, for the most part, cover a lot of their details. Um, for the most part, you might get uh, basic eyes, and if they have like a beard or something, it might be poking out the end of the, uh, the headpiece. Uh, there is one person who is in a much more, I'd say, elegant kind of clothing. Uh, he definitely seems to be, in some way, kind of guiding a lot of the, the smaller troops. He uh, looks to hold some kind of importance, I will say that. Martha walks uh, up, Morgan, sweetheart, darling. Oh, I, how are you? Doing good. I, I heard that uh, your daughter lost her kitty cat. Nice, no, she did. We were uh, hoping we could maybe talk to her. Uh, I've joined this little adventuring guild. How sweet is that? Oh, you're a guild? Huh. Yeah, she's inside with her mother. Just doing a bit of schooling now. We've been That's... kind of busy. The influx has kept me mostly outside. Oh, I bet. And this rain. I wish it would end already. Alright, well, she'll try and lead the way then. I have a feeling she knows a bit better than everyone else where everything is. Maybe a little. 
you yeah, can sign. Sorry. I was just going to say, Azir um, is probably less familiar with the low town than he is the high town, so he'd defer to Martha and Soot. Hmm. Uh, by the way, as, as we're walking, I'm keeping an eye out for the cat. Okay. Give me a quick perception. Not awful. 15. Nothing quick about roll 20 tonight. You might see a black streak head into an alleyway. I'm going to follow that streak. (laughs) Yesterday follows Callisto. Yeah, if if no one else comes with me, I'm doing one. Okay. Uh, Heading into the alleyway, the rain will be pouring down, the water will be rushing down drain pipes in the side of the building. It'll be hard to see. uh, I still got light up on my finger. Yeah. Uh, Even then. I mean... Water hitting your eyes, making you blink, that kind of stuff. It's going to be a weird blackish outline in between two cans of trash. Yellow eyes kind of peering out from a knit. Almost like reflecting the light. I'm going to approach it cautiously and just say, Hello, little one. So it's going to appear behind them and just sort of see what our naturalist is up to. Now, this is... You can't quite tell because it's wet. Uh, Give me a nature check. Okay. Caster have patted her on the back and given her guidance. This is a... (laughs) Oh man, this is great. I love this because we rolled this earlier. This is a... Reverse albino raccoon. And it's going to be hissing. Okay, I'm going to cast animal friendship. Okay. <laughs> so it's a, basically it's a solid black raccoon. Oh my god, he's beautiful. <laughs> so what exactly does animal friendship do? I guess. spell you. can let you convince a beast that you mean it no harm. Choose the beast that you can see within range. It must see you and hear you if the beast's intelligence is for higher. Okay. Um, so, I mean, it'll it'll calm down. It's soaking wet. Um, it's on edge, definitely. But it no longer sees you as a threat. And by the way, that lasts for a day. Okay. Uh, so I'm just going to kind of, like, put my cloak out over it. <laughs> Like, it's okay. It's okay. Come, come here. Hi. New friend. New friend. <laughs> um, it will. It will kind of follow out. It'll have uh, three younglings behind it. These are normal-looking raccoons. They unfortunately did not get uh, the parents' color. Alisto oh, just goes. Goes what? <laughs> it just just squeaks. <laughs> Castro takes some dried meat out of one of his rations and um, rip it and shred it up and just toss it to them. Uh, they'll eat at it. That doesn't look like a cat. It's not a cat, it's a raccoon. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, no, no, this isn't what we're looking for. Just, oh my gosh, look at their little faces. Jason will come down the alleyway. Oh, it's a trash panda. Are Is that what you call them here? Are we? I guess. Sure, it's not what what she's looking for. 
Oh, everybody's in the alley now. I thought. I thought. <laughs> everybody I thought but now Martha, that there's a commotion, that's that's basically when Soot would walk over. Is like now that. I thought you guys went inside. Well, then Martha's inside. Yeah, we're gonna take a minute and separate from you guys. Uh, Finn followed Martha, so. Okay, Finn and Martha, you guys will enter, and the first thing that you're gonna pass are the cell rooms. Um, nobody's in the cells currently. It doesn't look like any arrests have been made. Uh, place looks dry, clean. Uh, upon heading back to the back two doors, you'll find that there are about three to four offices. Uh, one seems to be for questioning, uh, which seems to be used currently for some sort of teaching. Uh, a mother and her daughter will be you know, kind of working. Uh, let me go ahead and see if I have... No, I don't really have anything to show you. Uh, Martha, you would know the mother's name as Veretta. And the young girl is named Matris. Hey there, sweethearts. How are you doing, little Triss? Um, I was hoping we could talk. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, is this about... Did she take anything from the store? No, 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 no. You know she's always welcome for a snack. I, I heard oh. her kitty cat got lost. Yeah, Mr. Snuffles. Oh, Mr. Snuffles. Well, me and my friends here just joined an adventuring guild, and we were hoping we could maybe help. Your friends? And she'll look back, and you'll, you'll see only Finn has followed. And he's waving. Oh, yes, I, uh, she looks behind us like, where'd they go? <laughs> Goodness, like a gaggle of ducklings. <laughs> <laughs> they still haven't figured out how to stay together quite yet, but yes. Um, I don't want to be rude. Have you heard from Matthew lately? No. No, I have not. Huh. When we last saw Mr. Snuggles, we were just near the farming district, uh, just to the east of town. Uh, she had had him on a leash, and somehow he slipped it. Cats do not like leashes. <laughs> well, she wanted to bring him along, and she felt bad for leaving me in the home, so... At first, I didn't think anything of it. How, uh, how long ago was it that he went missing? About two days ago. But with the influx of guilds and everybody leaving, nobody's wanted to take up the mission. Well, uh, Finn will kind of bend down to... Is it Matrish? The, the girl? Yes. To Matrish, and he'll say, well, you don't worry. We will find Mr. Snuggles, and we'll find him real fast for you. She'll smile. You'll see a missing tooth grin, probably about three teeth. They'll give a smile back, and the dancing lights will start casting them where they'll spin around. Uh, she will cast it back to you. That's a very good trick, huh? It took me a while to learn that one. She'll um, pull off this uh, little necklace. Uh, if you give me a arcana. All right. That is a natural one and a two altogether. You have no clue what this thing is, but when she takes it off, the dancing lights will dissipate and she'll kind of hand it out. To you. To me? Mm-hmm. Now, I, uh, this is nice. What is it? 
your payment. Oh no, no. We we can't take this. We'll we'll find him for free. She'll look to her mother confused. Uh, her mother will nod. Uh, and she'll put her necklace back on. And where exactly did you say you saw him last year? Farming district to the east of town. All right. Oh, well, I'm sure they're fine. Plenty of things for him to scrounge up for scraps over there. <laughs> he Most might likely. be a bit chunkier. <laughs> I'll see. He was still a kitten, so. Oh, dear. All right. Well, we'll go that way. All right. We're going to hmm. find your kitty cat. I promise. She'll, she'll look a bit sad, but have hope. What do I roll to gently pat the baby on the head? You don't have to roll that. You can do that. Pat, pat. Uh, heading outside of the room, back outside. We'll take a bit moment for you, and we'll go back to the alleyway. The pouring down rain. Thunder. Um, Castor will be smiling because Callisto is just absolutely enthralled with these raccoons. And I'll turn to Zare and Soot and Jason. She, ever since I've met her, she's had a very, very good way with animals. But, oh, I mean, that is honestly fascinating, but like, legitimately, if it's a little girl looking for this, I mean, maybe I doubt she, she doesn't does. know raccoons? If she is the daughter of the captain of the guard, I'm sure that they know what a cat is and they wouldn't let their daughter have a raccoon soot. That is true. Parents are often uh, they're not big on letting people have feral animals. Didn't think about that. Honestly, kind of forgot about parents. Uh, okay. At, at around this point, Callisto's just going to discreetly cast Speak with Animals. Okay. And say, hello! Um... What brings all of you here? Um, you'll basically get a chitter back. Basically the rain. Uh, shelter. You'll uh, also hear something else a little weird. Um, there is apparently communication between Jason and his bird. I can hear that? Yes. Oh, um, okay. The bird will just basically be telling him about... Uh, some rules he was given, um, reminding him basically, um, as if he needed it, uh, but just not to give away information. Remember to be kind, but don't tell them too much. And that if he does, he could potentially be. I think the term used was uh, disappear. All right then. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to say, like, quietly listen to that in the back of my head, but say the raccoons. Um, you wouldn't have happened to see a, a kitten around here, or, or just a cat. I'm not entirely sure what age of cat we're looking for, but you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have happened to see one around, would you? They're going to mention that they might have seen one heading out of the east gate about a day ago. Oh, oh, so he, 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 he? They shrug. They didn't All look right. for gender. All right, they um, went out the east, like outside of the city, right? The, well, you get a chitter, yes. Okay. Interesting. 
would I know whether there's like a lot of forest dangerous areas outside of Pulpa? Well, to the east, um, you would be looking at Pulpa Forest, um, which could potentially have wolves, um, other kinds of, you know, feral creatures, uh, larger wildlife bears, even. Okay, then. Cool. Uh, I will relay that information to the party. Well, I think we should go find Martha and Finn and see if they got any information from the Captain's Guard's daughter. Agreed. Uh, and I turn back to the raccoons and say, um, did you all want to try and find somewhere that's a little bit more out of the rain? Uh, they'll kind of shake their head that the trash can lid was leaving them somewhat dry. Um, they were able to stay there until it was pretty much over. Oh, okay. Well, if if you need a friend or someone to hang out with, hello. <laughs> and they'll basically just say, if we ever see you again, hello. Cool. I made friends, guys. Wait, I'm sorry. We're so proud what of you. Happened? Oh, I talked to the raccoons. Oh, okay, that, that checks out. Primal magic is... Uh, I'm a little iffy on that. Okay, that's impressive. Wait, you guys can't do that? I didn't even know you were doing it. I, um... I guess that makes sense, sense now. Wait, what did it look like out from the outside? I've always been curious about this. Because to me, it normally... You chitter back to them, they wouldn't understand. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay cool. Caster would be like, yeah, you... You chittered at them, and they chittered back, and I've seen you do it before, I just thought nothing of it. Oh. Cool. No, I can't do that. That's so you're a sad. bit more than a naturalist. That's, that is impressive, like so said. Well, certainly I'm a bit more than a naturalist, but we'll get into that later. Well, let's go find Martha and... Finn and Caster will, I guess, lead the way towards where he saw them heading, even though he's not quite sure of where he's gone. Okay. Heading back to the guard post, with the rain kind of pittering down, lightening up a bit, you guys will run into Martha and Finn, just outside the doorway. Well, where did y'all get off to? We thought we saw... Uh, the cat, but it turned out to be a raccoon. <gasps> Raccoons! I love them. Aren't they so great? They are so great. The little masks and tiny little hands. Anyways, yeah. um, we got information from the little girl and her mother. Um, last seen it at the farmer's market district. So we should probably start there. And they saw him or I think it was him, Mr. Mr. Snuggles. Mr. Snuggles, about two days ago. So while that's a good place to start, we might have to spread out. Um, well, I was talking to the... Sorry. Well, I was talking to the raccoons, and they said that he went... They saw a cat of some kind going out the east gate towards the forest. You were... Talking to the raccoons? 
Yes, I, I, I did already go over it with them, but yes, I can apparently speak to raccoons and no one else can do that. Oh, I can do that if I concentrate hard enough. Oh, thank goodness someone else can. Oh, yes, I always loved chatting with the birds that would sit outside my windowsill. They always such have such gossipy little things. Exactly, they always have such interesting things to say. And absolute trollops, like you would not believe. But anyway, we're getting off track. Um, the cat is probably in the forest somewhere. That is not good. That's the forest opposite is, of good. Forest from the maps I've looked at is pretty far. I don't know if the cat could make it in a day. Um, the farming, it could be in the farmlands just outside. That's a possibility. Thank I say you. we start at the farming district and then start heading towards the gate from there. Maybe. We don't know if it's the same cat. I, I really hope not. What time of day is it, DM? I'd say it's late evening. You've spent a uh, pretty poor portion of the day just kind of going around, signing up, speaking to people. We might have to camp out overnight. I know cats uh, tend to to sleep or tend to be more active at night. We might have a better shot at finding it during the night. I agree. Uh, domestic cats, where I come from, are... Primary, primarily nocturnal, and they tend to hunt the same grounds over and over again. I doubt that it strayed that far into the forest. If it did go out the gate, it'd probably come back by now. Although, if we were scrupulous enough, we might be able to find clues by the gate. I don't know how to track a cat. <laughs> the rain could make that difficult could probably wash away any clues we might have had. Hmm. Poor thing. All in the rain. Well, I mean, we have to try something. Well, let's get moving, then. Uh, Soot? As uh, a, a leader, would you like to lead the way? I can do that, although, um, like I said, once we get out of the city, that's kind of where my expertise it's like a real harsh drop-off. So... Well, it will be that way for, I think, most of us. Okay. And Soot will, once again, jog off towards the east. Alright. And I think that's a perfect place to end it for the night. everybody you guys know me i'm the diggity diggity dungeon disaster dj Corey. i'm just here to shout out a few things and say thank you for listening thank you for joining in in our adventure and being with us for this fun time i want to shout out to sirenscape we use all their music in our background um, all their sound effects really make this game spectacular and with the way that we have it set up the players get to enjoy it in the middle of game. We get to listen to it and hear the sound effects once it's recorded and put out there for you guys. And it's just been a really, really amazing program. If you want to shoot us an email or anything like that, send it to opportunityroll.podcast at gmail.com. 
Again, that's opportunityroll.podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, Opportunity Roll. We have players now making their own Twitter accounts for their characters and tweeting back and forth, which has been absolutely hilarious i even made a twitter account for jason which has really popped off for me and i've enjoyed doing that immensely i also want to give a shout out to cobalt press i have been using their books for quite some time and have read all through the tomes of beasts and the creature codex is a fantastic book if you haven't checked it out before i would recommend that you do that because there are some fantastic things in there I want to thank you guys for listening in. It has been wonderful to be able to put this stuff on for you guys. And it has been nothing but a joy to be able to continue the podcast. Thank you for listening, and I hope to see you back the next episode. Remember, keep your opportunities open.